what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started How are you today? Good. How are you, Dan? Yes, I'm doing good. Thank you. Great. Great. You're going to get Josh on here too, right? Yep. Yep. I'm inviting him. I'm inviting him right now. So, yes. So, how's your how's your Monday treating you? Good. Good. I told you we uh, my husband and I are refinancing our house and we had to go sign all these legal documents. Yeah. Like that. Ah. But it was really fun. So, that's good. That's right. good. So, it's good. It's going great. That's great to know. <clears throat> That's great. That's great to know. Perfect. Um, just uh, okay. Yeah. So let's just uh, wait for Josh and okay. We will start. Great. Looks like he just joined. Yeah, I've done a lot of Facebook lives. I've never done an Instagram live yet. So I've just sort of Josh is my uh, media manager for Actors in Action and for Light Tree Studios and he's like you've got to do it I'm like okay so, <laughs> okay <laughs> how's your monday morning going it's good it's it's, uh, it's been it's been a little bit busy hey hi yeah cool so uh, how are you today Josh uh, i'm doing well how are you Doing good as well. Thank you so much for asking. So, yeah. guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for accepting. Now, before we start, uh, I have to give you an epic welcome. I mean, if you haven't seen my episodes, you know what I'm talking about. If not, here we go. That's good. It is by far my favorite part. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> no, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Now, starting with the whole uh, interview here. Now, let's talk about Actors in Action Conservatory. I mean, where did you get to create this came from? Yeah. So, um, well, I've been an actor, you know, since second mm. grade, and um, I moved from LA to Salt Lake. I, I grew up here in Utah, and I came back here and. Um, I have this really great acting technique that works really, really well, and I like. I really want to see if this works for other people as well, and so I encourage my bunch of friends and people like that, like, you know, start just teach a class, teach a class, and see where it goes. And so I started October of 2015 um, here in this building. I'm, ac I'm actually in my studio right now, and I had six people in the class. It was a six-week course. And it just went really, really well. And so from then, it just has snowballed into into this whole conservatory. And um, it it was amazing because this technique that I had, that I spent 30 years owning, like worked really well. Mm. For, too. So I was like, okay, great, this is good. So it just it just grew from there, kind of. That's great. And can you explain? And can you explain more about about that uh, that technique? Uh, yeah, the Lichty technique. It's hard to. Technique. 
It's Swiss. It's a Swiss Swiss German name, Lichty. Um, it means light in German. Actually, we'll get to that later on. Yeah. So my technique, the Lichty technique, is very succinct. It's you know, basically in my training, I trained at DePaul University at the theater school. I got my BFA there. And then I lived in New York for 10 years. And I lived lived in LA for 10 years. And I just took classes everywhere and I worked. And I pretty much just robbed and robbed and stole from everybody that I liked. If I liked what their was giving me, I it. So it's very Stanislavski based. It's very much a behavior. It's behavior driven. Behavior evokes emotion and and then I pulled in some Meisner. We do Meisner repetition. We do some emotional muscle development, which is based on Meisner's um, um, emotional preparation. We do some Uta Hagen work. We do some um, David Mamet. I just pulled everything together and saw how it worked. The cool thing about, about my technique is it works very Like I can take an actor and have them in a year to do amazing work, which may sound like a long time, but it took me four years of acting conservatory work get to the basis of my technique mm. so because i know it so well i know it works i'm also a working actor I infuse that in them and like I said, it's very basic so and I'll, I'll go into a little bit about this it's a long answer to this question a little bit of a long answer so it with behavior in acting and in life the only thing that control is our own behavior we can't i can't control josh's behavior i can do with my behavior though to get Josh to maybe respond. So if you lead with behavior, it does a couple of really amazing things. It helps you to make some really strong choices. It helps you to have, I don't want to say control, but you have like you have a goal that you can achieve that you can see if you're achieving it. Also, it evokes real emotion. So a lot of times you'll see like, won't look real. If you do it this way, it's going to evoke real emotion and in your partner and in your audience. So that's a big part of it. And if you kind of, if I could explain it, I could explain it this way. Um, as human beings, mm. we use the language of behavior to communicate. So example, I go to Mexico, right? And I don't know Spanish. And I want to say thank you to somebody and I don't know how to say gracias. So I'd say thank you. And if they don't know English, they're like, uh, okay, they can maybe guess what I'm saying. But if I were to put it into my behavior of you know, thank you. Yeah. They would understand that, right? And it would affect them. So that's what we're doing with with my technique is we're getting to the behavioral level, communicating on a behavioral level as other human beings work that we're working with, it's going to affect them on a cellular level. It's gonna affect their gut, it's gonna mm. get them ignited and it's super powerful. So I have this thing called forward motion, which I've kind of coined the phrase, but what it means taking your energy and putting it in partner and getting them to do something because acting is all about getting your partner to do something mm. I'm acting as taking action you have desire and you take action against an obstacle to get what you want that creates conflict and the conflict is what makes us feel makes the audience feel makes the partner feel and then we're in a moment moving emotionally so and Josh knows Josh is one of my my advanced students and he also as i said wrote my social media and a bunch of other really cool stuff so josh could probably talk a little bit about the lichty technique as well josh what, what yeah would you say yeah uh well just yeah everything that you were saying uh you know it, it has a lot of a lot of beneficial factors for an actor because there's so much that we can 
pull from as we take the Lichty technique. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really great about it for, for me is that it, it, it becomes very accessible. Um, and uh, so wherever, whatever you're doing, uh, if you need to get to a point quick, let's say you get a, a quick audition, you know, last minute, it's like, oh, just, you know, they've got a spot. Can you do it? Can you do a quick audition? It's like, yeah, I can do that. And, and with this technique, it makes it so accessible that you're like, okay, uh, I can pull from this real quick. I can, you know, you know, break, look at your script, get all the stuff that you need to. And with this technique, it makes it just fast. And so you can get, go from like zero to a hundred where you okay. need to be. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, in my journey, and I know you'll ask questions about this more, but in my journey, when I got out of acting school at DePaul, I had a huge agent in New York and I was auditioning for like the biggest things, leads on Broadway, every leads in, you know, Shakespeare and it leads in films. I read Shakespeare. I auditioned for Al Pacino Shakespeare stuff. I read Shakespeare with him. For Robert De Niro stuff, just a ton of. My problem was, although I was very talented, um, I didn't have a fast way of auditioning, and it would take me forever. And so I, I really bungled all those auditions. If you gave me two weeks to play Medea, I could like knock your socks off. But if you gave me an overnight like commercial thing, I'd be like, ah. And so that's what I've done. You have to train to get there. Definitely, it's not like I can teach you to do this in six weeks. But like Josh is saying you will have all this training and all this background to be able to just so think, do it for them quickly. And then also when you're on set, they're like, um, can you try it a little bit more? Like you'll just be able to ease direction. So it's, it's very succinct and it really, it's goes really deep too. Wouldn't you say Josh? Like it's yeah. super fast. It's yeah. And what, and well, I, I just, I was up kind of late last night doing a shoot. Uh, I was invited to help out um, directing because it was an actor's project and they needed a, you know, a second pair of eyes. And what was great is because of the Lichty technique, I could help me direct better too. So it's not, it wasn't just acting, but I was able to like know how to work with an actor because I'm also an actor. But because of the Lichty technique, I could know how to guide someone through where they need to be for a certain scene. And we were doing a pretty heavy scene and I was able to uh, help her and she killed it. It was a really good scene. I was watching from the camera and I was like, that is so good. Oh, and then she watched it and she's like, oh, wow, that was really good. And so it just, it, it made us all feel good. But it's just, it's just a great, great technique. Yeah, it, you know, it's interesting you talk about directing too. Cause I do a lot of directing. I write a lot and film a lot. And I find that, and I, it was so funny with this because this was just my technique that worked really well. And then I started sharing actors and then I started putting into like my directing and I was like, oh my gosh, this works amazingly because, you know, because you work behaviorally, like if I'm working with Josh and I'm like, Josh, I want you more, I want you more to like seduce me on this than to convince me and I understand that. And I know so many times as actors, we're like, what is the director talking about? I want you to be sexier. I want you to, you know, whatever. It's like, that doesn't translate to an actor. But if you like say, I want you to seduce her, you're like, oh, because we all know how to do behavior like that. Or I want you to affirm her. Or I want you to like beg her. You know, you're going to get so much more out of actors as a director doing that, you know, having having those choices and, and using those words because it's mm -hmm. so about words. You know, as we're acting, as we're directing, as we're writing, it's about words, but we're also trying to get under the words to the behavior, those moments, those rich, deep moments. So yeah, it's it's really handy. 
and it works for writing too, which is another story. When you're specific, it doesn't matter what language you're you're speaking or whatever, um, but you'll be able to understand because it's so clear and specific of yeah. of the behavior of, or whatever you're you're doing, and you can clearly understand. Yeah, and what we want actors and and you know when we go to film when we go to theater, we want to be that we want to be included like on a behavioral like very instinctive visceral level that's what that happens you know i remember when i was in acting school in chicago uh, a russian from moscow and i think they were with the moscow uh did a studio and they did hamlet and i know hamlet pretty well but i was watching it and like i understood pretty much everything they were saying because of their behavior and i was yeah. like yeah it was really really cool so that's great and what are some of the challenges that actors might have when they're starting to learn um, that technique and how you how you will usually work with them in order for them to understand or to start to practice more uh, that 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 uh, technique. Yeah, that's pretty specific. Um, I think one of my biggest challenges actors that come into my my school is mm -hmm. a lot of actors think acting is something that it isn't. So it's like re-educating them what acting is. I think a lot of actors think that acting is performing. It's like, here I am and I'm going to paint the words and I'm going to blah, 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 blah. It's not acting. Acting mm -hmm. is doing. Acting is taking action to get what you want. So that's one thing I have to like strip away a little bit with actors. Um, but basically what I do, I know that's going to happen. And so I'm going to like pull that away. But basically start is we just start very simply. We start with doing Meisner's repetition. You know, you have eyebrows, I have eyebrows, you have eyebrows, just getting really connected. So I teach them to be honest mm. in the and connect with their partner on a very simple level. And then we start right in to verb work, which is a very Stanislavski thing. So verbs are behaviors like to, to tickle, to admire, to their behaviors. There are little handholds we have for behavior. So we start right off the bat with that with just doing very simple verbs. We have this game and maybe Josh and I can demonstrate it. Josh, you want to demonstrate a verb game? We could. It'd be really fun. So I have this game that we play and it's called the verb game. And basically what you do is you take a verb, very simple, like to fix. And I'm gonna fix Josh. And my intention is to make him feel fixed. So it's very simple. And there's three things I want to do. I take the energy, like my intention, and I pretend like, or I think of it as a, a string of energy coming from my head to him and it's tapped into him always into him whether I'm looking at him or not it's all about my partner so that's the first thing I do my intentions on him the second thing I do is I play the verb physically and I let my emotions be involved I don't just like oh you know, fix him like this I actually invest emotionally and then the third thing I do is I check to see if he feels fixed or if I've moved him and if I haven't I need to change my tactics. So it's very, very simple. And then we just say line of text. We usually start with to be or not to be. That is a question. So it would look like, so if I'm doing to fix, the caller would say to fix. I'd say to fix. And then I'd say to be or not to be. That is the question. Okay. So. You could probably feel my energy coming through the screen, right? That's yeah. what we call forward motion. And it probably made you feel something, Dan, too, right? I'm doing it right move audience. And Josh, did you feel fixed? Yeah. Something like that. Because, you know, you can't actually make them feel exactly what you want them to, but you can move them emotionally. So then, Josh, what do you do? What, what do you want to do? 
need to uh, to lead. Why don't you lead me? To lead, okay. Yeah. Now, so and another thing, as a person having the verb play to, you're not gonna help them out. You're not gonna go like, he's gonna go to lead. And I'm gonna go, okay, I'm gonna allow his energy to affect me. It's like you're a piece of seaweed in the ocean. If a current goes by, then you move. If it doesn't, you don't do anything. So you are not gonna fake it. Okay, so go ahead and lead me, Josh. Okay. To be or or not be that that's the question (laughs) you can feel that palpable energy right funny because before it pre pre pandemic you know i was teaching just in my studio here and um and then we had to take everything online and i was like this isn't going to work my because my classes are pretty complicated they're layered out and there's a bunch of stuff and i was like this is not going to work and is it going to translate but it translates beautifully it's amazing especially like forward motion this this energy the camera sucks it up mm. and so so you can see and, and it's effective and it feels so we start with we start with the verb game pretty big you want to get pretty big at first you know, you really want to lead them or fix them or admire them or whatever. You do it big so you can learn how to do it. And then eventually you to do it very, very subtly. And, and the, you know, so you, so, so that's one thing I do. We just dive right in with my, with my people that start at the beginning level and everybody has to start at the beginning level. I don't care if you're like, yeah, of course. I don't care if, you know, Tilda Swinton came to me, which this is my favorite actor. <laughs> You probably move up really quick but the reason i start do that is because i want to have everybody have the same language and i want to make sure that we get the structure of planar verbs of behaving of getting behavior going and understanding mm-hmm. that and and get rid of any bad habits that might be there chip those away and then move forward so i mean the class itself is very like i said it's more like a ballet class or like a um, yoga class mm-hmm. than regular scene study class it's a conservatory class but um, basically, so like we we have layers. We start with the vocal and physical warm up. We do effort shape, which is movement, we do face object work. We layer, layer, layer. If you look at my website, it's all on there. Mm-hmm. So, and then at the end, we do a little scene study, and we take all that stuff and put it in there. Like we do an audition every week, so you get to practice auditioning. You can send in a self tape if you want, and mm-hmm. get immediate feedback with your auditions, which we never get immediate feedback. So it's really, really cool. Do that, and I've done some casting, and I, you know. I, so it's it's just great to, to have that feedback and people just grow. It's crazy. So that's how, that's the biggest thing is actors think that acting is something that it isn't. And then, you know, helping them understand what it is and teaching them to do that. I think that's probably the biggest thing about my class is I teach people how to act. We don't just come in and do a scene study and I'm like, oh, that was good. Try it this way. Okay, you pass that off. Do it next week. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're taking action. You're using your voice. You're using your body. So it's very different than your typical acting class. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, no, that's really cool. I mean, I would, I, uh, if I would definitely love to. I mean, I would definitely would love to start like to check more onto it. You know, like eventually, of course, once the whole pandemic yeah. is over and everything. Audit. You can audit the first class free. There. They're three and a half hours long, so they're a long class. It takes you know. Yeah, of course. But most classes that do this in-depth work are that long. But yeah, yeah you're welcome. In fact, anybody watching this, if you want to audit a class, just, you know, 
uh, message me and totally. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. it's fun. And I coach individually too. I'll have people that can't take the classes and I'll coach them. It does better if you take the class because it's the three and a half hours. Mm. My, my steroid one is I do this thing called class plus and you get class plus you get a 30 minute session with me each week. And that one, the people that do that, they just like, they get really good, really fast. Another thing that I love about the technique is that it's, it's very tangible and it's something you can work on. Yeah. It's like, it's like learning to play the piano. If you go and practice your scales, you're going to get better and better and better. It's the mm. same. That's what I love about it is I give you little things to work on and stuff. And if you do them, right, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because for me, yeah, it's definitely like, uh, it's, it's working that muscle. Cause even like with piano players, they have to have that feeling of, you know, where their hands are moving and have it, you know, cause some, you know, if you're starting out just playing the piano for the first time, you have to work your hands, you know, they have to be comfortable moving, especially with and same thing with like guitar and stuff. But it's, it's very much a muscle memory kind of thing. But the more that you do it, the more that you practice, um, it's it's a muscle that you can easily access to and, and, and use it for whatever you need to, to use it for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I like to say, like, each time my students do a scene, it's I'm like, it's like you're investing in Bitcoin. It's like, it's just, each time it's going to help the next scene. It's going to help the next scene because you're practicing this technique. And I think what's also, about my school is that I guarantee that you will get like a fail, a fail safe process, which I can teach you like how to do this, which is like that you, you really will be able to do this no matter what. It takes time to get there, but that's what I teach you. It's like, you're not just gonna go into the audition room and throw, do the spaghetti syndrome thing, throw spaghetti against the wall and hope it sticks. You're like, you've got this solid, solid process that works. And I'm really proud of that because I think so many actors struggle with that. I mean, I know I did you know, years ago. And now it like this thing, it just works. And also I, I encourage actors, I give them my process and I encourage them to find their way with it. But mm -hmm. I'm like, what works? And then let's fight. Cause everybody's different, right? Yeah, but course. it's really fun because I love to see the confidence grow in, these, in my actors. Cause they're just like, you know, I don't know. And then boom, like Josh, I mean, Josh, you do such great auditions. You do such great. <laughs> And we've worked, yeah. we've worked hard, you know, Josh and I have worked, he's been really dedicated, so. That's awesome. And I think the fact that you are uh, pretty much taking them step by step, that is also very important, right? Because I think uh, sometimes they will, <clears throat> they will uh, pretty much push you and not taking you step by step. And then you will, you will be missing like a lot of things that might help you in the future. So the fact that it, that, that for you, that your process, uh, it's to taking them step by step, teaching them techniques and everything. Uh, it is, it is really, yeah, it is really awesome. And, and, and at the same time, it builds confidence to the actor itself, you know? Yeah, well, I'm very, I'm very strong. Like, I won't let my actors go from beginning to intermediate until I feel like really got mm. the, the base of playing forward motion, of being in, you know, being able to be honest in the moment, just the basic fundamentals. Like, mm. I, I used to teach everything all at once. And I have stronger actors now that I do it in layers and I wait till they're ready. And I, you know, people be like, can I move up? Uh, you're not quite ready. <laughs> so, and then when they do, whew, these floodgates open. And it's, it's really fun because I build this big foundation and then the castle appears and it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I bet. I bet that it's also like uh, an amazing feeling, right? I mean, when they start, they will be like under your wing and then they will mm -hmm. one day. Yeah. <laughs> I which is what I want, yeah. Yeah, but, and I think, well, and what's really great, because I, I've talked to a lot of, like, 
earlier actors and stuff and one of the hardest things is is like coming up with what you need to do especially if you're like really brand new to all this acting stuff but having that process and finding out what that is for them as as an individual because everyone's different yeah. but being able to figure out this is my process this is what works for me and experimenting um and and look the technique is gives you that option of like experimenting and kind of going with the flow finding out what works for you and then you can use that to continue to go get more work you know you've got the training the background and uh and you know you can experiment a little based on you know whatever you're doing but it just it gives you that like it's like you're in a you've got this river of of acting and and the lucky technique is the canoe or the kayak and you're able to go with the flow cuz you've got the tools and the things you need to to flow with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting it josh yeah yeah it's interesting and ultimately the result is like super instinctive free actor cuz a lot of people will be like technique i don't want technique technique's going to bog me down but the truth is this is a very a very distinct simple deep technique and it takes you to the point where you're just free and you're impulsive mm. is really fun so i mean that's that's what we want but but you have the confidence that you know what you're doing yeah you know how you're getting there and and it's and it makes it really fun i think yeah absolutely absolutely now tell me about the acting classes i mean what can we expect to get when we start training right okay so like i said the acting classes are three and a half hours long right now i'm teaching a tuesday morning and a saturday morning 10 a.m mst time mm -hmm. so like i said we start off with a voice and a vocal warm up and i'm starting to i'm actually getting trained right now in the lesac voice and body system i don't know if you guys know that but it's something i i did in acting school years and years ago and then they stopped it after my second year and i'm going back to it. it's it's just a really great training for voice for movement and josh knows we just started doing that so we do this warm up and we work on our our speech and our our voice and our speech because you know it's hugely important movement and voice acting is all about it's 100% movement it's 100% voice it's 100% instinct right so we do that then we work with space objects and this is really fun so like we'll take a ball i'll show you right now so i'll take a ball and i'm going to throw josh i'm going to go I'm going to follow it and he's going to catch it and he's going to throw it back to me. And I'm going to create that. Basically really silly and simple, but actually what we're doing with space object work is we're doing a ton of things. We're working on what I call referencing, which is creating the environment. Mm. So like when you're auditioning, you want to create that environment, right? Yeah. So you the door, you want to be like, "Oh, hi Joe." And then somebody goes to the window, "Oh, how can you Joe? Can you go away?" Don't slam the door in my face. Well, okay. Well, Joe, did it. you know, we want it. We want to create that, right? The more we can do that, the more the casting and directors and everybody can see. Oh, wow! That is not only were they a good actor, but they really put me on that. That that was incredible. So we're doing that. We're also doing sense memory work. What does it feel like to hold the ball? What is it, you know, to get our 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 you know, using our senses? Um, we're learning we're learning to use our heads and our eye lines, that kind of stuff. Because like, if you thought when I threw the ball, I like watched it, right? If I create this ball with my movement, you're gonna see it. Okay, so it's the same thing if I'm in an audition, or even if I'm set, or if I'm working green screen stuff. This is yeah. green screen, and I've worked with actors that like they create something that wasn't there. And they can't it. I think. I think it's actually a really advanced skill to be able to do that to you know like when they're doing Lord of the Rings or or Daenerys Game of Thrones those dragons not real I have to tell you I know it's sad mm -hmm. and like you know she had 
create those. And that's hard. That's advanced stuff. So we start, we, so we do that, a little bit of that. Then we go into um, effort shape. Effort shape is a study of movement. And um, it, it's, <laughs> I use it as basis for character work. So in my beginning classes, we don't do any character work. We just learn to act from ourselves, which is first and foremost, because you can do the most amazing you know Richard III and Lisp and and have a hunchback and all that kind of stuff but if it's not real we won't care right but if it's real and then you do the stuff it's amazing so effort shape is um you, you use different movements like flick or press or ring or float and we we learn to get those in our bodies we learn to let them um infiltrate to our characters into our scenes we use that kind of stuff so it's really fun to do that um, and then the next thing that we do is called emotional muscle development, which is based on Meisner's um, emotional preparation. And in that, what we're doing is we're taking an emotion at the very basic level, like just have an emotion wheel, we pick one happy. Okay, and then we lay down and get relaxed, and you listen to a recording, and you're going to explore that emotion, see where it takes you in your body, you go on a journey with it. What we're learning is to call up these emotions and to learn how to feel. A lot of actors can't feel, a lot of people can't, Right? We're told to shut down and not feel and, and press. And as an actor, we have to reverse all that and be very accessible to our emotions. So we do that. Then after that, we do uh, Meisner's repetition. And I take it to a really deep level. But we just start out very simple. You have eyebrows, you have eyebrows, being honest in the moment. The next thing that we do is verbs, the verb game, which is so much fun. I think that's the most fun part of the class, don't you think, Josh? Yeah, well. And uh, what's great about it, because acting should always be fun. It should always feel like you're having a good time because we are playing and we are uh, creating, you know, imaginary, you know, real, real things in, in imaginary circumstances. But it's it's having fun and, you know, experimenting with our emotions and, and creating something or, or showing something forward that, you know, impacts people and, and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, the, the verb yeah. game is one of the funnest things and it's, and I, and I feel like actors, uh, it, it's a good game for actors to like train with, if that makes sense. Like an exercise of, oh, I need to, you know, uh, maybe it's in between auditions. I need to, you know, exercise that muscle of, of, of things. And then you do the verb game and it's a game of that can train you and, and give you, uh, you know, strengthen your muscle and make that stronger in between. Yeah, yeah I think that's a lot my class we drill, it's like soccer practice. You drill, 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 right? It's like you learn these drills, you have skills, you have things to do. So yeah, and the verb game ultimately, like in our advanced level, it becomes sort of an improv. And we've actually had a lot of scripts and a lot of fun ideas come, it's really, really fun. So then back to class, then we take a little break and then we back and you do your audition. So I have like, we call it a one line. Um, I pull scripts from whatever's currently being cast in New York and LA, so we do scripts. Um, and I pull that script and usually it's just a short audition, a couple of lines. And what we're doing with that is we're really working on our referencing. We're working on creating things, our acting, we're like pulling everything together, right? And having a really strong audition. So do it short so we don't spend a ton of time, but, but yet you get to practice that auditioning. And I would say, I would say that alone really helps my actors. Because first of all, it makes me confident with auditioning because you're auditioning every week, no matter what, you're getting direct feedback and you're also getting instruction like, okay, because I talk about your referencing, I didn't really see that you created that. Your eyelines are kind of all over the place. You need really strong eyelines. Um, we just have this secret weapon called secondary action, 
which is super, super cool. It's very simple, but it's basically when you're doing an audition, this is a huge tip for everybody, guys. Do a little something that you would normally do in life. Like, see how I just fixed my hair or your shirt or something like just a little, like one little secondary action thing there of maybe like playing with your earring or just something. Secondary action is defined as like your primary action is I'm sitting at my computer paying my bills. My secondary action would be I look out the window and see the kids playing outside or I tuck my hair or I wipe my nose or something like that. It's just a little something that makes it very real. So anyway, so the auditions are really great for that and people get super, super good at them. Then after that, we do script analysis. So we take us the scene that I've pulled from either it's a feature film or a TV show or um, a pilot, movie of the week, whatever. We pull that and we break it down. So we look at, this is very Stanislavski. What do I want? What am I, and then we break it down into beats. Usually there's three to four beats per scene. And then we pick a verb for each beat for each character. So we do very specific verbs and we, I teach people how to do it. And I think that's probably the hardest thing to teach and the hardest thing to learn, especially finding the beats. Wouldn't you say, Josh? That's, that's yeah. the people. Yeah, and, and especially if like, you know, if wherever level of, of actor you are, you know, you're interpreting somebody's writing, you know, and, and you have to think, okay, well, how does this impact me, you know, and going through it and finding out how you fit into it all and finding the relation yeah, that is one of the, the hardest things as an actor. But uh, yeah, well, what we do in class with the like the technique and all and the script analysis, uh, you you take it step by step because it can be very intimidating having a script. But going okay, well, what do we do first, and then what's next, and then kind of just slowly get there to then feel like oh yeah, okay, I can look at the script, know where I fit in, know where I need to do, you know, where my changes are, where how I need to how my opinions and all that kind of stuff with well, how I, however you feel in the scene. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good way of, I mean, that could be its own class even there, just doing the yeah. script of, analysis too, yeah. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is with breaking down the script and finding beats, it, you know, they would talk about that in acting school and but I wish I would have had my technique taught to me in acting school because I would have been so much more prepared in New York and I would have been so much better, but it's okay. And that's another reason like I really try to help actors and put them under my wing and help them, you know, get out there. But yeah. with, with beats, like it probably took me 10 years outside of, you know, after I graduated in New York and LA to really figure out how to break down a script and find those beats. So I tell people, I'm your Sherpa. I'm gonna take you up at Mount Everest. I'm here for you. I'm gonna tell you where I think the beats are. And so you can get a really strong idea of that and you can learn to find the beats because you know, a beat happens when there's a transition, when there's a new tactic, when usually it's when um, a beat is resolved, there's gonna be a new beat or there is an interruption or it goes deeper. So those are usually how you can kind of tell. And it just takes a little while to figure that out. So after we're done with that, breaking down the script, then we take the script and last week and we we work on that we perform it so people have had a whole week to get off book to um work on their verbs to work on whatever level they're on if they're in the intermediate then they work on entity work which is a personalization stuff which is super cool i think it's yeah. a really quick powerful way to do um personalization and it it's something that evolved all of my stuff evolves i have to say but this evolved and it's but it's really really cool anyway so they work on that and then they come to class then, then they we do scene in class so i pair them up and everybody does the same scene and then we work on um, 
you know, who like just how are the verbs? We do something called the big trick, which is letting go of everything. So we try that and just see where your process is. And then we usually do an exercise, verb work or a trigger word or um, attention exercise or whatever. And then we do it again. So they get a chance to put everything they learned in class into it, into that and, and progress with it. And, you know, and then they, they, they move, they move along really quickly. So, so, I mean, that's, that's class. That's what we do for class. Um, you know, intermediate class, like I said, we go deeper with personalization work, advanced class, by the time you get to advanced class, we like right now we're doing the Shakespeare scene from Twelfth Night, Olivia and the Olivia and Viola scene. And like everybody does the same scene, divide up into pairs. But like if one person isn't there that day that's play Viola and your partner's there, another person will be there to play with to play with you. So and with the advanced class, we get really we get really deep with it. We we were voice working but we do something called deep verbs, which I will not let anybody do till they get to advanced class because it's hard to learn how to play verbs specifically and you need to be able to do them simply, specifically, just on a beat, and then you can get into the deeper stuff. So, um, and then there, stuff comes from our, our stuff. We've had showcases, we've had, well, you guys have had a lot of films you guys have made, short films and stuff. Yeah. You guys have a lot of stuff, and I have things that I've written that have been inspired by my students and yeah so that's how it goes how cool is that thank you that's really cool and we can we can also see on, on the on the website that you also offer offer uh, voiceover training so can you tell me about can you tell me like a little about the training process for that one? yeah yeah I can and I'll have Josh speak to that quite a bit because he's he's facilitated a lot of those classes so my technique lifting technique translates brilliantly into voiceover work as you can imagine because first of all we have like the voice training and then also if you're be really specific about your verbs and about your behavior it's going to directly come through your voice so i have this wonderful woman named linda Bear. she is our voiceover instructor and she has 30 years of experience in voiceover she was an agent in la for voiceover for a long time then she moved to salt lake and she and a woman named vicky panic founded um, talent management group which one of the top agencies here in Salt Lake. So she founded that. She was there about 15 years and then she just decided to go do voiceover coaching herself. So she lives in Las Vegas right now, but Linda will do classes like right now, September 11th, our next essential, yeah. Essentials of Voiceover, yeah. the six week course, I think two and a half hours long. So basically she just takes it over from there with the voice work, but with the voiceover stuff. And hers is very much she, she doesn't really teach techni techniques per se like I do, but she'll take the technique and she will hook it into like, um, into, they, they will work on scripts. They will, she'll help like, she's got a great ear for that. She stays very in touch and in tune with what's going on right now currently in LA and New York with, um, with voiceover. So she'll talk about the business. She'll talk about getting your reel together, your demo together. She'll talk about, you know, how to get auditions. She'll talk, we talk, forever and you know for over or about getting your own home studio because that's so important now right you have to have a home studio so um so that's basically what she does with that and then we just currently recently in may we had andy roth and he's a voiceover casting director and casting director in new york and he's fabulous so he he did a he came in and for part of the workshop and talked about stuff so we keep really current with with that and um we also have a demystifying Demystifying voiceover September 11th in the afternoon. And that's for people that are like, uh, do I want to do voiceover? I don't know, what's it about? That's like the, the basics of voiceover. Mm. 
So, you know, um, yeah, I, I bring Linda in because she is an expert on it. I'm not an expert on voiceover. I'm an expert on training actors, but not voiceover. So that's been you. And Josh has facilitated a lot of our classes. So Josh, you can probably even speak more to it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the great things that she does do, uh, Linda Behrman, in her essentials class, uh, you know, she works with you, works through uh, all the different kind of stuff. But also, she also was something that I uh, would, you know, because I also am very interested in, in voiceover and that kind of stuff. But she, what yeah. she, one of the things she does is uh, figures out your voice print because everyone's got, you know, like just like a finger fingerprint, it's unique. You know, it's got, it, you know, you you are identified by your, your fingerprint. Uh, same thing with your voice. Everyone's got a unique voice and there's a way of knowing what that voice print is. And, and, and that'll help you when you know uh, how your voice is and what, because uh, we, we, you give, uh, she gives like adjectives to your voice. That way yeah. you can decide, you know, okay, so this is my voice. This is how it's, you know, kind of comes across. I'm like, either like friendly or maybe it's gravelly it's got texture that kind of thing um then that'll help you just like figure out your the best audition to find and that that and those will be the jobs that you'll definitely get because you've got the perfect voice for it um like what's his name like sam elliott elliott he does the a lot of the dodge commercials his voice is so distinct and you know if you ever driven a dodge you know and, and you know so you know his voice it's gravelly it's distinct but it's rough just like you know like those trucks that drive across so uh yeah but it, it'll help you uh figure out those those kind of auditions and those things that you want to find and then and then from that too you know she helps you with like finding because you, you know with, with anything you're doing you got to be passionate about it because you can hear that in your voice when you're excited um but yeah so she kind of takes you on a journey with your voice with those essentials because that you know your voice is essential to voiceover and then, then we learn a couple of different techniques and things like that uh but yeah the essentials class is very is very great and uh yeah so we're doing the one we're doing the, the this one for the fall or slash summer on the 11th and then there'll be another one that comes up after that six weeks of another one but yeah i highly recommend it uh it's very it's very well it's very well informed with all the information you need yeah so, uh, those are online, so anybody, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Now, if you could describe Actors and Action Conservatory with one word, which one you would choose? Well, for the technique, it would be effective. There you go. Effective. Yes. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, from both uh, of your acting careers, which performances were, uh, were the ones that you both uh, learned more lessons from? Josh, you want to take that one first? Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I see. I, I probably have like two, but the one because I, I booked something in January, and you know, it was, it was something really simple. But I learned a lot just because um, the director was really nice working with him, and I liked his example of how he, you know, had his stuff run, mm -hmm. um, and I really liked uh, how he worked with me, and and that was something that um, that I like took with me to then when I when it was my turn to direct to to make sure I kind of set that same kind of tone um so I learned yeah I learned a lot from from that set um it was like early up this year uh and then I mean and then with with that the the shoot I was doing last night um I learned a lot too because that was kind of my first time directing a little bit uh but it was it was great and uh and because of well because I was able to help a, an actress 
get to where she needed to go and, and to tell a great story uh that felt really great and that's really why we act is, is to tell a great story and so uh that was very fulfilling for me yesterday so i'm, I'm kind of still on that cloud nine from that because i thought that was so great that's cool cool um you know for me i wouldn't say there's like one role that i've learned a ton from I've, I've learned so much from so many different things and people will ask me like, what's your favorite role and I'm like uh, I don't know I love them all but I think to answer that I think early on working on film I learned so much about framing mm. about like you know sharing your face with the camera which was huge and I think that's really important and it's really hard to teach actors to do that which is another reason I love teaching online I do have a hybrid class like um, in person and online the advanced classes right now but if you can understand framing if you can understand like i always think of the camera as a, as the sun and you want the sunshine on you so like i remember there was a couple i did like this nyu short when i was like starting out and stuff and i was like the whole time this you know talking and you couldn't see my face so annoying. like oh my gosh i was like so you want to think of the camera as the sun you want to like cross the sun if you can you want to like Put your eyeline at two and ten. You want to open. So I think that was really, really big, and just like the camera presence and being open to that. Um, hmm. And there, I've learned so much from so many things. I think in acting school, I played Phaedra, which was, which is this huge role. It's like the Hamlet for women. I don't know if you guys know it. Racine wrote it, and it was really interesting. I learned with that one, the way it was done, it was very internal, and like it, it didn't go over that well because there were no externals of like letting out what I was doing and it was I was crying and it was it's a very emotional like Greek tragedy and it was really cool and it was really fun to do but I think I learned that like you really have to have that balance of being connecting emotionally and getting out your actions and your verbs to people and connecting or the audience isn't going to feel anything they're gonna feel left out and they're going to hate you and so I learned a lot from that one I think also I've learned I mean I've just learned I played Ophelia I learned a lot from that like Lady M that was incredible Though, from those, I, I probably learned that even those are those are smaller roles, like line-wise, they're so deep emotionally that you have to make sure you're you're working on your mental health while you do those kind of things because you can get like kind of warped. And, yeah. um, and so so that was important. I think also um, one of my favorite roles has been this role that I did for this project I'm doing called Aesop. It's Amselina. She's a sorceress and a priestess, and I taped my head for it and the whole thing. And that was a really, she, I don't know if it was the role that was so incredible. She's just such a fun, she's such a fun, mean, awful, but who knows if she's mean, awful person. Um, but I certainly learned a ton working on that project because I was directing, writing, producing, and acting in it. And that was crazy. In fact, I just did a shoot Saturday night. Um, and all I had to do was act. And it was so weird. It was like, I mean, like running the whole set. And it was so refreshing. It was so nice. So, yeah. Mm. That's so awesome. And what do you think it's important for young actors to know? Um, I think, I think it's for them to know what acting is and what mm. it is. I also think it's important to know that it takes training. I think, I think acting is really the only art that a lot of people are like, oh, that looks so easy, I can do it. Like, you would never do that if you went to a concert pianist and saw them play. You'd never be like, oh, that looks so easy, I can get up and do that. You would never do that to, you know, a ballet dancer watching Mr. Copeland. You wouldn't be like, oh, I can do that, right? It takes training. But the thing with acting is 
I'm sorry to tell you, I know, I know everybody's like, I just want to be instinctive, which is great. You can get there, but you have to train. It's an art, it's a skill. It's so knowing that, I think also being, knowing how passionate you are about it. I think that's really the first, like how much do you want to act? Like I'll ask my actors, how much on a scale of one to 10, how much do you want to act? And I, it's great when like 17. Cause I'm like, good, they really want to act, you know? It's like, that's what it, it takes that passion. Like with me, I, I've been acting since second grade and I just always wanted to act and I have such a passion and my parents weren't terribly supportive of it. And so as a kid, I would try to like not do it, but I always would end up in a play. And I just, I just, I just couldn't not act. I just had to do it. And so I think the passion, like get honest with yourself. If you want to act, you probably have a ton of passion to do it. Mm. And I think lean into that passion, feed that passion, honor that passion. That's the thing that's get you to move forward. That's amazing. And what is your and what is like both your approach like towards acting? What is um, my? Oh, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. Oh ahead. yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, I'll I'll tie in the last the other question in this question too. But because for me, I feel like one of the hardest things for actors, and it's something I struggle with, and I'm sure everyone does, is you know when when you do the audition and it's and it's no or you don't get it you know I, taking taking that word of rejection out of your mm -hmm. vocabulary is is important um and and to understand that even though it's a no it it just means not right now like because I've, i've been getting a lot of uh hallmark auditions i have done a lot of those and and uh i you know they keep calling me back so some, there's something that's there that they like and then which I, you know it's just changing your perspective knowing like oh yeah So they keep coming back. That's that's great. You know, maybe I haven't gotten the, the you know the role of uh, what they're trying to do, mm. but you know, but they the, obviously they like me somehow because <laughs> they keep calling me back for those yeah. Hallmark movies, and uh, which is great. And and that's just something that's really hard and to remember is is to look at it you know a different way. Like okay, they must like me. They keep calling me back. Mm. And uh, and uh, to answer the other question, yeah, about what acting is. Because acting for me is is being able to have fun and play and uh, bring that like almost that childlike wonder of what you're doing and and having yeah. a good time and 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 be able to relax and be free with your emotions. You know, some because yeah, like we've said earlier um, in this in this interview is is it's we're we're all taught as we grow up to just keep things locked in. Oh, you can't do this and that, and, but. Being able to act, you're like a hundred percent open and out, and you're letting you're very vulnerable, which is scary. But as you do it more, you're like, oh yeah, I can just go with, you know, live, you know, live life and, and show that to people, which I think is just so much fun. And then you get to tell a story as part of just being open and free and and being and having a good time and, and enjoying what you're doing. And I, yeah, I think that's super great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Well, my approach is my technique. Um, but I'll have to say that it's extremely instinctive now at this point because I've been so long. And so the, the biggest thing to me about acting, and I really want to impress, impress to people listening, is acting is about desire. Mm. Acting is about wanting. The whole structure of drama, as I said, meaning the literary form, how it's written, is a character wants something. There's an obstacle in the way. The action to get it, it creates conflict. That is what, very simple. It, like an essay is a different form. 
Poetry is a different form. Novels are different forms. Novels do have conflict in them often, you know, but if it doesn't have conflict, it's not drama. And so starting from your desire, the desire of the character, what do you want? What do I want? The film I worked on Saturday, my son's girlfriend uh, in it was going to have an abortion and I didn't want that. I wanted him. I wanted her to at least have the baby. So that's what I wanted. I wanted to protect my son and I was fighting for that and I wanted to I wanted our family to be cohesive and I and so going from that spine I can do anything with that. So I'm like this is what I want and when I approach a scene I'm like what do I want I want to do that I want this. I want my son to feel loved and protected from this woman who's going to do something that he doesn't want her to do. You know, and so fighting for that and that informs all of my choices and it helps me you know connect with him and see him fight and have a relationship with him but it's all from desire 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 and action on that desire that's it it's very simple acting is very simple simple but not easy to learn but once you learn it it's yeah of course so simple yeah of course and i think it's important right to have like this um uh like this connection you know because oh, well, for me that I, that i'm not i mean i'm not an actor at all but whenever i will watch a movie or 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 where i will go to a play here and there like my like the thing that i like the most or the thing that i that i would uh pay attention to is is like whenever whenever there's like a uh, like a, a connection going on you know because then yes then once there's a connection especially like on theater right like whenever there is a connection with the with the whole audience you pretty much have it under control now you know yeah, yeah. and and and, and well, for me i would say that uh, that when i watch a movie instead what i want is for uh, for the characters if, if there's something that i can relate you know to be yeah. something that you can feel like okay so and i and i think like this that that you can tell sometimes whenever you watch a movie or 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 in theater right whenever you will uh have like this like whenever there 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 will be like this scene and, and you will have like this you will feel like this i mean I, i don't know how to explain it but like this instant connection you're having but yeah. but that's because the way that 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 the actor or the actress is doing it you know mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's as human beings we crave that we need to see that that's why we need art we need those moments we need to experience them either ourselves or watch other people and vicariously experience yeah. and i also wanted to go back to like the conflict thing the reason that this is the reason that acting is so simple it's actually modeled human behavior and life so the, the difference between drama and life is that drama always has conflict life sometimes has conflict and sometimes it doesn't and what we're trying in acting is we're trying to behave like real human beings mm. in situation it's just an imaginary situation right so all we're doing is we're how we would behave like in conflict and we're putting it in imaginary circumstances so this is this is how human beings really behave yeah you know and that's what we're trying to approach that's what we're trying to get the actor to do instead of performing you know painting out because that's not human behavior i don't know what that is but it's not it's performing it's not it's not behaving it's not mm. so so it just comes directly from life in conflict and it's just put into a into a form and for like i said for some reason it's really hard for actors to be able to do that in an imaginary circumstance that's what takes training and then you get to that point but it's just human behavior everything i teach is human behavior everything it's stanislavski he just observed behavior if you look at some really great actors like i love jennifer lawrence i think she's such a great actor i really i really love her and like never been trained but if you read her um 
if you read some of her interviews, she's like, I've never been trained, but what I do is I watch behavior. And if you watch her, she's very behaviorally motivated. And she may not understand that she's doing that because she's so instinctive, but it's all about her behavior and then her real emotions get evoked. And it's just, she has the ability to do that in an imaginary circumstance beautifully. And that's what we're really trying to do. Awesome. Oh, you know, like there's like so many things. And I've discovered that with, uh, with this whole uh, podcast channel that I have, that interviewing actors, like there's so many things behind that, that, that people who don't know anything about acting don't know at all and now and once you pretty much got like uh then you yeah you 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 started to like uh, understand and to see how how a lot of the process is going then it makes a lot of sense why uh, why a movie or why like the whole audition process or whatever it will take years even you know because it's it's a whole it's a whole process here or even with actors too you will you were yeah it's just amazing <laughs> that's that's what i would that's what i would tell i mean it's 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 really amazing, like how this, all of these things can uh, can uh, can can help you, you know, in your acting career. Because personally, for me, and I think that that a lot of people too would say that acting is just pretending to be some somebody else, and that's it. But uh, but now, like this whole like now, but now, I can tell that there is million of other stuff behind that we of course don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I and I love that you you're you're saying that because because I believe in like I think it's good to be a well-rounded actor and knowing how everything works because whatever you're doing, if it's theater or film, there's so many, you know, we see we just see the one you know the performance, but there's so many other things going on. Yeah. Like light, there's there's light, there's tons of people that run the lights, there's tons of people that run, you know, the sets and different things like that. But to think about when you're watching something that it's 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 what you see on screen and then there's like just all this like village this city that's also operating and everything like that too which is just great to think about like that so many people put in their time and and their passion and their love for what they're doing into something that's just great to watch and enjoy and to connect with like you said dan and because that's because that's what i mean one of the things i love is is going to the movies because i'm a big movie guy and, and be able to go to the movie sit down and have that just that feeling of excitement and you know when you like like going to see Jurassic Park for the first time yeah, yeah. Just, you know it's crazy it's just awesome but be able to be a part of that and give that to other people it's like that's that's the dream that's just it's just so cool yeah absolutely like uh, for example one of the movies one of the movies that personally that is one of my favorites but uh, but it also hit me like a lot was Marley and me oh, oh yeah 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 that's a good one Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like with that movie. So, isn't it the story I was well, I I live with three dogs, right? But uh but when when I was what when when I watched that movie, I was I only had one and like the whole connection and I kept I mean and everybody I remember in the theater relate instantly because of how of having a dog and yeah. what are some of the issues you're having when you're having a puppy and when it's growing and and at some point that is uh that it becomes a part of your family but my point here is that like the whole connection that 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 movie made that at some point everybody was crying at the, at the theater like all like all of us including me were crying and it's amazing how much a movie can uh can uh can move you right i mean if it's well if it's well uh planned or, or well written at the same time oh yeah yeah like a good story is gonna 
gonna resonate with people and make people feel、mm-hmm. things. And yeah, it's just great. And the, yeah, and the the emotional connection because I sometimes yeah I I feel emo- yeah depending on what the movie is, but yeah, that emotional connection or the like the similar story. Yeah, like if you having a dog and and yeah, Marley. Yeah, that's it's yeah. But having those similar experiences that we maybe not would have. Uh, experience in our own lives, but be able to live them vicariously in, in movies. It's yeah, it's, it's great, or in film, or I mean, in、uh, in theater and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, great. Yeah, and it's so amazing that you. It it it's so amazing. For example, that、uh, with actors and actually conservatory, that the fact that you that that you are yeah that you're kind of creating and also helping actors to know like there's this huge kind of yeah that, that there's a lot of steps that you need to take in order to. To to have like a like an excellent performance, that's really cool.、Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I I'm proud of it. I, I and it's exciting to be able to take people through that, have them empower them to to do their best work. It's 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 really fun. It's passion of mine. I mean, I'm you know I'm an actor. Primarily, I love to act, but I also love to teach acting. I love to help other actors. I just think it's I don't know. It's really fulfilling to me. It's it's I guess because I'm passionate about acting. I just want there to be lots of other really good actors, and so, yeah. Now, what do you think is like the number one thing that someone should know before starting on the acting business? The number one thing,、um, I think, I think it's their their passion. How deep is their passion?、Mm. How much do they want to know? I mean, how much do they want to do it? I think that's the thing.、Um, and then I think the next thing is. <laughs> How to find ways to be successful, like get good training, get good、yeah. advice, that kind of stuff,、um, and and that acting takes skill and it 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 takes work. It looks easy, but it it's going to take work and to be patient.、Mm. And, and these overnights, they're not really. There's you, you have to put time into it, and and so yeah, that I would say, Josh. What about you? Uh yeah I mean I I definitely say something similar uh yeah what was that? I think there's a quote by Margot Robbie that was like people say I'm an、uh, an overnight sensation but with all these years of hard work I would I would I would not say that you know like but because it's you know you just you put all the effort into it and you know it's it's definitely a a marathon not a sprint even though I know there's all these actors out there that just be like you know it'd be so nice to just You know, just to get there and be there and be able to, you know, work all the time. But it, yeah, it's it's a long process, and it, there's a、yeah. lot of you know, hungry people out there that want the same thing, and、uh, and and knowing that it's okay to to fail, which I think is kind of a life lesson, really, in general, is you know, it's okay to fail because we learn when we do fail, or you know, we make mistakes. It's it's good because then we can learn from those to be better, and you know, and and become a Become great in whatever what we're doing, and I think that's one of the hardest things. But also, like what Julianne was saying,、uh, you got to really love this stuff because you know, whatever job you're gonna do,、uh, there's there's good days and bad days. But if you yeah, really love what you're doing, then you never you never work a, a day in your life because <laughs> you just love it. But、uh, knowing that you know you're you love what you're doing and in it for the long haul, because you know if you don't really love it, then You gotta, you know, rethink some things and consider other options. But if you really love what you're doing, then you're gonna you're gonna stick with it and love it and, and do all you can to to get the experience and learn what you can. 
Yeah, absolutely. The other day I saw this, um, I saw this, uh, yeah, like this quote or, or something, which he was saying that actors don't do movies for a living, they do auditions. Yeah, that's the job. That's really what it is, yeah. is you audition, that's the work, that's the, um, that's the hours and the labor you put in. And then, you know, once you get the job, you're able to, you know, have fun, put in, you know, all that time you put in to get there where you're at, then you get, you get, you get to, To, to experiment, to play, and to mm. use your skills to show, and yeah, and you get to, you know, really have a good time and have great co-workers, or in other words, like, you know, great people you get to act with in the, yeah. In the sets, yeah, that, but yeah, but the work and the, the time that it is, the work is auditioning. And like my last question here would be, like any motivational quote, or what's your motivation that keeps you moving and working hard on your career, like both your careers? Yeah, um, Josh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I guess I kind of shared it before. I mean, because I, well, I have an Instagram thing that I, I save a bunch of quotes and different and different things. And I, I would say that it wouldn't be just one quote, but like the constant of uh, 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 motivation and a firm uh, belief that like you know there's as as you keep putting in time and effort that there there is a goal or there is Uh, you know, a, a place to be. There's a place to to go, and and uh, yeah, there's a lot of great quotes out there. Uh, I can't think of anything right now, you know. <laughs> but but uh, I well, the, uh, I think one of the last quotes I, I I heard that really impacted me was something that Shaq said. Uh, it, someone shared on a random Instagram yeah. page, but it was like him saying like, "Don't you know? People can. It's kind of just saying saying no to the naysayers. People will say." No, or try to shut you down, but it's really about putting in the time, effort, practice uh, for you to get where you want to be. And and uh, I feel like yeah, and Sha and you see Shaq everywhere. He's got all the commercials he does, and yeah. I feel like he's a, he's still working. Like he's you know he's still uh, he's still around, which is which is great. But being able to keep going with whatever you're doing and, and finding uh, that motivation to not just give in to what people say because you know people. A lot of negative people out there, but being able to have that internal positivity and saying like, "No, I'm not gonna talk down to myself and let other people do it," but find that that grit to, in yourself to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple of quotes. One is uh, "Sempra Inspirata," which is Latin, roughly means "Stay inspired" or "Always stay inspired," which I think for me. I can stay inspired with stuff that keeps my passion going, that keeps me going. Well, my passion keeps that going, but you, that feeling of inspiration, look for things that inspire you, look for things that are gonna, you know, get you going because this this business can be very, you can, it's a roller coaster, you can be up and down, up mm. and down. Like you gotta sometimes pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And if you can find things to be inspired about, that's gonna propel you forward. Um, you know, like this project we're working on right now, Aesop, it's a post-apocalyptic medieval, yeah. these, Yeah, and um, the one I shaved my head for, and Josh is working on it with me. He's one of the plotters, and we're starting to pitch it. We're getting ready to pitch it, and it can be daunting pitching. Like, what do we? Where, how do we do it? Where do we go? That kind of stuff, and you have to stay inspired. So, what stayed? What helps me with that is like this. It's such a beautiful story. It's this epic tale. Of, you know, this autistic boy who's a seer. It's in the, a thousand years in the future after the world's been decimated by the nuclear war. And, yeah. It's very, it's very inspiring. So, like, staying with that, find what's inspiring to you. Even, you know, seek out experiences 
practices that will inspire you consciously like what do i need to do to stay inspired like also right now i'm working on my studio i have this big studio here like studios and i just took on a new unit and like that's inspiring it's hard work but like knowing that i'm bringing actors together and artists together and we're going to be we're doing cool things here we're going to start a niche band night where we have like metalcore and you know like just like um alternative bands coming to play but studio night where actors come here we've got we've just got so much and like that seeing the vision of it really keeps me inspired and keeps me going even though you know i I'm I'm exhausted from working so hard but I love it. So that's one thing, sempre inspirata. Another thing is on my email and this is one of my favorite quotes in the world. It's the person who says it cannot be done should not interrupt the person doing it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Proverb. And I think that's true. Just, you know, go for it. Just do it. Do what you want to do and don't listen to the naysayers. Mhm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And uh and something that was great too what you said Julian which which is great about Actors in Action Conservatory is that uh and it's and it's growing all the time but the community of actors that are there um because that's uh you know that's how I was been able to be in part of a lot of cool projects and different things is is mm-hmm. people uh are connecting and willing to uh, are confident enough to reach out to someone that's in class that they might not know very well but to be like hey let's do a project together you know i like what you're doing you know like you just find really good connections and are able to create really good stuff and have a great social network there that's not uh that you know that's outside somewhere else but uh yeah it's a great community and great networking and it's it's uh, i've i've met some great people so yeah uh yeah it's it's fantastic well and i think that content creation is so important right now just for yourself like building stuff for your reel and you know you can do that now you can shoot really cool stuff just little snippets of it and i i encourage my students to do that if, especially if they're starting out they don't have anything for their reel you can get together you can write a third one write one page thing and shoot it really beautifully and you can use that as a reel and also like asop this project you know it came from class i just had i had an autistic boy that i was teaching and i had this big tall like a warrior and this Spartan I I wanted to shave my head and I was like there's a story here so and it's gone into this huge big thing that we're you know we're hoping to turn into a series so you just never know what's going to happen just keep going keep going with your passion there you, there you go that's inspirational over there <laughs> that's really good well um well, thank you so much for being here on the show this is going to be a little bit tricky because since the first since the first video went off i need to i i will need to do a to uh to check it to see if it's safe which i think it is and then i will download it and do and do like the whole process but in the meantime uh again i have to thank you so much guys for being here i mean i really learned a lot and let's all make sure that we are follow actors in action conservatory i mean those actors that are watching this or are listening to this late, or at this we're listening to this later on the podcast or watching on, on the youtube channel later make sure that that, that you're following actors in action conservatory also make sure that you're following these two talented people and and again i mean thank you so much for giving the time here and i look forward to see how uh, how this uh, conserve yeah like actors in action grows and to see more actors to apply the uh, the lifting technique and because it's it's really cool i mean i mean I, i mean i would say that it's really awesome and and again thank you so much for for uh, for being here thank yeah you. thank you so much dan yeah this has been a uh, great experience It's been really fun. Yeah. So and you know, we have a website actorsinactionconservatory.com that has is on it too if people want to check that out. We've got we've got a lot of 
cool things on that. So yeah, the link would be oh. on the description. I will, I will, I will make sure that that links there for Great. the podcast and for the YouTube. So uh, so everyone can check there and also make sure that you're following these two amazing people and you are leaving a lot a lot of likes here and there. Probably share some content too. And before I send you off, I need you to do it on an, on an epic way as well. So here we go. <laughs> Saying that at some point I'm gonna have like live live audience and it will be like a lot. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but in awesome. the meantime, thank you so much, guys. Also, thank you so much for those who tune in and those who are listening to this later and watching the video later. And again, keep having an amazing rest of the day, an amazing week, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Thanks have so a good much. one. Bye. Bye.